0: Welcome today, as my dad David shares from his heart this short, biblically-based devotional. David is a speaker, author, former pastor, songwriter, and founding director of Youth with the Mission, Montana. He is also the author of the song, In Moments Like These. This song appropriately describes this podcast, and I know his message will be encouraging to you. The story I'll share today is once more about moments that took place in the summer of 1984. It was during the time that our daughters Michelle, then 16 years old, and Kimberly, then 14 years old, spent most of that summer serving on a small YWAM, Summer of Service team within the city of Hong Kong. I told you part of the story in our episode called Seeing the Unseen. Do you remember the Angel story? The part I left out is even more intriguing. It all started with a five-hour morning drive to the Spokane airport to get the girls to their plane. I'll never forget the drive. I'll never forget the 45-minute wait at the boarding gate or watching them walk down the jetway. In short, it was an awful experience. I knew the girls were having serious doubts about leaving, especially Kimberly. I wanted to run after them, but they looked wistfully at us one last time and rounded a corner to board the plane. Kathy and I stood at the viewing window for about ten minutes until we saw the cold, giant metal bird that carried our girls inside rumble down the runway and roar out of sight into the western skies. We kept on watching, hoping to see one last little light shine off its ominous silver wings. We finally turned to each other. I was fighting tears. Kathy had given up fighting them. We held hands as we walked through the terminal and out to the car. The long ride home was a somber one. We learned months later that as we were driving home and the girls were flying farther and farther away, Michelle continued to speak words of comfort to her weepy, younger sister. Our drive had been a quiet one for some time. Then Kathy broke the silence by paraphrasing words spoken thousands of years before to Queen Esther of the Old Testament. Turning her head toward me, she said, they must have been created for such a time as this. Yes, let it be, Father, I said in response, all the while, thinking of my precious daughters flying across the Pacific Ocean toward the continent of Asia. And so it was. Kathy's words would prove true, because her father is faithful. As with Queen Esther, who came to understand her purpose, so our girls would experience some of the most purpose-defining moments of their entire lives. I'll share about one such time in a minute, but before I do, I want to offer Just a few thoughts. Since the beginning of our episodes, I've been talking about our amazing Heavenly Father, the Ultimate Parent, and about His children, His sons and daughters, us. To briefly summarize, we've talked about our new significance as His children. We've talked about our new well-being as His children. And most recently, we've been talking about our new purpose as His children. And what's our purpose? Our profound and privileged new purpose is to align with and serve our Father's kingdom cause above all else. Dear friend, I strongly feel the Holy Spirit urging me to urge you to put your Father's kingdom and his purposes above all else. This is the key to conquering as we move forward in this year of 2022. We have His promise. Remember Romans 8.28? All things will work for the good of those who love Him and who have been called according to His purpose. Define and align your purpose with His purpose, and all things will work for your good. Now, back to the girls' summer of 1984. Apparently, a day off was a rare treat for the busy team in Hong Kong. Every day had been packed with new challenges and rewarding results. Upon their return from Hong Kong, Kathy and I would see pictures of our two daughters standing in the middle of large groups of Asian teenagers, just some of the many kids that Michelle and Kimberly helped lead to Jesus and to the Heavenly Father. Once in a great while, the girls and their team friends got to take a day off for rest and relaxation. On one such day, Michelle, Kimberly, and a few of the others were heading across the city to do some window shopping and such. As they walked down the sidewalk, they came upon an older, homeless woman sitting on a pile of her belongings, which she had shoved up against a building. The kids could see that she was blind. Her eyes were glazed and milky white. In front of her was a small bucket with a few coins in it. In her hands, which rested on her lap, she held a harmonica. She sat without emotion, staring into her dark and lonesome world, passively listening for the sounds of new foot traffic and potential generosity. As the kids passed by her, one of them said, Don't you think we should go back and help her somehow? It's our day off, the others said in unanimous reply. They kept on walking a short way farther. Then they all came to a stop together, turned, and walked back to where the homeless woman was sitting. They knelt down beside her, each dropping a few coins in her bucket. Then through the interpreter, they asked if she was hungry. She shook her head yes. So the kids bought food for her from a local street vendor only yards away. The girls were surprised at how greedily the woman ate. She ate enough for three or four people, Michelle told us later. We kept bringing food. She kept on eating. Finally, she seemed to have her fill, and the kids continued to talk with her. A small crowd of locals began to gather around the team. Have you ever heard of Jesus, one of the kids asked the woman? Yes, the old woman said in sudden anger. I heard of him from a missionary when I was a child, and Jesus made me blind. Hesitating, the kids looked at each other and then asked if they could pray for her. Caught off guard, the woman didn't know quite how to respond. The kids took that as a go-ahead, and they began to pray. As each took turns praying, they could hear the growing crowd around them begin to murmur, suspicious of the kids and their intent. A prayer went up which went something like this. Dear Father, show this woman how much you love her. Touch her. Heal her of her hurts. Heal her, Father. As the prayers continued, the old woman seemed annoyed and the crowd got louder. The team began to feel uneasy as the woman blurted out some words in her native language. All at once, she shouted and suddenly stood to her feet. The crowd noise around the old woman and kids intensified. Michelle and Kimberly and their friends were getting more concerned now. So they each stood to their feet and started backing away in an effort to leave. Wait! Wait, you guys! The interpreter cried out. You don't understand. The woman isn't angry. The woman is shouting, I can see! I can see! I still love it when my daughters tell me that story. It was one of those purposeful kingdom appointments. This time, another birthright was delivered by some purpose-filled kids to an old homeless woman, one of our father's lost children, on a day off in Hong Kong. Dear friend, do you remember one of my earlier episodes which was based on the most incredible dream I've ever had in my entire life? We called that episode The City of the King. With that in mind, and if you can, close your eyes and open up your spirit's eyes, and envision this with me. We are back together in the Palace of the King. You and I are sitting together with our family, all of our brothers and sisters, the King's family, in the Royal Dining Hall. The majestic room, full of warmth and color, hums with the excitement of good fellowship, While we share in a spectacular feast set before us, we reflect on all the things that have brought us to this amazing place of restored significance. Though it goes unspoken, we both recognize a common sense of honor, peace, and profound purpose that we've never known in any other time of our lives. But now, it's time. Our father and his eldest son, both seated at the head of the table, push back their chairs and stand to their feet. Understanding there is a mission, we all rise together and get ready to go. All eyes are on the sun, the captain, as he makes his way toward the dining hall's massive doors. Without hesitation, we follow him through the great hallway and down the many steps to the vast courtyard below. Angels lead our noble steeds from the stables out back. All of us, brothers and sisters, mount up on white horses for the mission at hand. We are soldiers of the King. As the last of the soldiers take hold of their reins, a sudden silence falls as our father takes his place on the highest courtyard step. As he surveys his army with loving admiration, a loud voice from among us declares, Father, it is an honor to serve you. We're honored to go on your behalf. No matter where you send us, no matter what it takes, it will always be our privilege to ride for you and for the sake of your lost children. For you, Father, and for the sake of your children, rises the unison cry. The thunderous chanting suddenly drops to a hush as our Father raises his arms and gestures to speak. And he says, in a voice that is as warm as a warm summer's day. I love each of you so much. I'm so very proud of you. Remember, don't ever be afraid. Trust in your captain. He will always be with you, and I will always be with you. This is my promise. You are my sons and daughters." Then the captain shouts, open up the gates. It's time. It's your time. Let's ride. Thank you, Father. In the uncertain times ahead of us, we can be certain of this. You are a promise keeper. You and your son will always be with us. Give this dear one A powerful new sense of that certainty and a new understanding of purpose like never before. Let it be. You've been listening to In Moments Like These with David Graham. If you'd like to contact David or find out more information about In Moments Like These, please visit InMomentsLikeThese.com.